You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Man, we are back in the building. The aftermath is back. It's been a pretty long, long layoff, man, and we are excited about what the Lord is has in store for the preacher's corner happy new year lady baby how you feeling i'm feeling well glad to be back as well good 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 man i believe we are somewhere around episode uh, this is 78 78 episodes in one season wow. i believe we're gonna knock out uh maybe two more and then we'll head into season two. We have some sponsorship opportunities. And so we're going to look into that and uh, do a little rearranging on how we do some things. And, man, the Lord has been good. The Lord has been good. And I am excited about what 22 has in store for not only the Preacher's Corner, but House of Deliverance. Uh, FRM Ministries, JTM Ministries, in-house productions. Uh, we have a couple of projects coming up, and I'm excited about the territory enlargement. I guess that's what we call it, the territory yes. <laughs> enlargement. The Lord is enlarging our territory man and i am excited we have pretty good feedback on the relationship goal series man i believe it uh strengthens some relationships not just um husbands and wives but uh friends sons daughters uh that episode four is doing pretty well on the podcast so we bless god for all of the listeners across the globe that are responding to the relationship goals series we're gonna uh kind of uh, do a recap on uh everything that we've been talking about let me bear what you got in your notebooks <laughs> so i think it goes back as far as episode I want to say 70, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the It has been absolutely amazing. First of all, let me just say, um, and like you said, it has enhanced relationships, um, personal, business, and family-wise. Right. Um, it has truly been a blessing to me because it's just some things we kind of omit we know them we understand what it takes to have uh healthy relationships but oftentimes we don't do it and it's a, a lot of the times it's because we're stubborn we don't we want our way but when you're in a relationship that's that's two way you have to understand your partner and then you have to um, sacrifice so one of the things that we really learned in this episode um was sacrifice yeah, so yeah. Um, the first I think it was the week one for um, our relationship series um, that was entitled relationship goals and uh, he talked about 
when people think of relationships, they don't generally think of the church. Right. Uh, when they talk about being in relationships, amen. And so I, I think that's odd. Um, um, thinking about the relationship that is between you and God, right. that people wouldn't automatically think about a relationship from church, from a church perspective. Um, not only that, because God has given so many commands of how the husband is to love and honor the wife um, the way Christ loved the church. In other words, just meaning, once again, sacrificing. So um, he talked about um, we have more uh, sexual relationships than we've had anything um, not really having a biblical model for what a real relationship looks like and said that we should date with intention to be married. And that's date one of the things the that we, we, we push when uh, people are dating or a young lady comes to the church and she has a, a boyfriend or vice versa. We, we, we tell them date with intentions to be married Nobody dates at our age, you know, 30, 40 years old, um, just to have a partner to go to the movies with or out to dinner. We right. date with purpose. So that was another thing that he talked about. Um, he also said that we spend a lot of time in our relationships um, based on what we see in other people's relationships. So um, one of the greatest things I think that he said dealing with relationships is that um, we try to pick the person that we think resembles someone that we know or a familiar relationship in our families instead of allowing God to give us who he created and predestined for us. Um, that day two of the relationship series, he talked about before the person oh my god now that one was absolutely amazing yeah before the person and it talked about us um what god did for us and how he created us before there was ever a person in your eye in your mind mm -hmm. and he said that two is better than one two but two is one. also a mess up <laughs> yeah yeah so um he talked about um, being in the place that God has for us first, um, having purpose, provision, and identity. Those things are very important when you are the one that someone is looking forward to dating. So you want to chime in on those too? You said a whole lot. I thought you were going to stop a long time ago, but <laughs> you said a whole lot. Um, I'm just trying to figure out which point that um, is is worthy of, of picking out. You, you, you pointed so many great moments. Uh, I believe we did uh, 10 weeks, nine weeks, yeah. nine, nine of the relationship goals. I believe out of the nine that we did because I think ten was a was an interview uh, which we were trying to get uh, people to come in and come on the panel and and talk about the relationship. So we only had one individual to show up on the panel. But uh, outside of that particular um, uh, episode, there were so many 
I can't just pinpoint one specific thing that stuck out because it was several. So many great nuggets. It was so many great nuggets. And um, uh, not only was I blessed, um, I was convicted by uh, a lot of things. And, hey, man, uh, I believe I became a, a better husband. <laughs> mm. I would agree. A better husband. Well, it did the same for me. Yeah. In, in, in what way? In what way? Well, it enlightened me a lot to not be selfish. Like, even though, you know, I have some health issues, um, I would say health challenges, not issues, because it's not going to be an issue for me. But I have some health challenges. So it tends to make me use those as crutches and not do what I know I need to do as a wife. Now, you know, this is. I mean, nobody kind of uh, now says, well, the husband is supposed to do this and the wife is supposed to do this part. People don't live in that era no more. According to some some, some men or women of God, uh, I've seen on Instagram, it's becoming pretty popular topic here lately. Um, everybody's wanting to deal with the relationships. And I understand, hey, man, uh, you got your point of view and everybody else has is entitled to their own point of views. Right. But are we really giving these point of views for the sake of, of building healthy relationships or is it merely clout? Right. That's that's not. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Is it merely clout? And and, and that's why we're able to recap this and, and move on to the next topic. It's just not going to be about relationships right here on the Preacher's Corner. Right. You know what? Something that I did like um, that he said in the day two before the person. He said, you can tell. He said, you can tell. Um, if this relationship is from God, if it's helping you to be better, right. if it's helping you to be better, you know that this is a good relationship. If it's helping you to be better, he said, you can tell if it's adding to you or if it's taken away. He said, relationships without purpose is a door for the devil. He said, any relationship. That's a work relationship. Um, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business partner, he said it's a business relationship, mother and father, whatever. But he said relationships without purpose is a door for the devil. Hmm. That was good to me. Real good, real good, real good. Um, did you want to say something Go before ahead. I move on to the next one? So day three... The topic for day three um, was still the same. He was at part two of before the person, but he talked about uh, relationship goals still. And so um, one of the things that I love that st stood out to me on that one was uh, when he said that he gave Adam his identity before he gave him a person. He told Adam who he was. He told him what he was supposed to do. And then he gave him the strength to do it before Eve ever stepped on the scene. He told him who he was. He gave him identity. And I love that. I thought that was so good. 
He said that your identity must be confirmed and affirmed through God, not people. He said God gave parameters for a reason. You got to have a standard before the relationship, mm-hmm. before um, you bring that person into your space. You have to have a standard. You have to have purity. You have to have accountability and honesty before the person. He says, so God builds you in that place. He builds you in those areas so that you'll be who he created you to be. Um, I think he had read on that same night, First uh, Corinthians 10, I believe. Um, and he was talking about how everything is not beneficial. Um uh, he said, "If he said you can do it because you're grown, but loving God gives you that maturity where you don't have to do it." And what he was talking about was accountability. If you're not married, but you're trying to live holy, and he was talking about how to be accountable. But he said, "If God is not enough, no person will ever be enough." <laughs> he said, "Where the purpose of a thing is not known, absence and abuse is present." Now that was good. You remember he said that? Yeah. That was so good to me. He said, if God is not enough, no person will ever be enough for you. He said, well, the purpose of a thing is not known. Abuse is present. Hmm. That was good. good. Yeah. That's real good. That meaning when you don't know the purpose for somebody being in your life, it's easy to abuse them. It's easy to misuse them. It's easy to take them for granted when you don't know the purpose that God has placed for them in your life. It's easy to walk away. It's easy to cheat. It's easy to do things that you're not supposed to because it said, what well, the purpose of a thing is not known. When you don't know the reason, then it says abuse is present. That was so good to me. That just, that stood out and it just spoke volumes to me. Um, you want to make a comment on that one? Every, every remind me of a, a meme I seen. It says, imagine recovering from a toxic relationship and finding someone who will actually treat you right. Wow. Read that again. Imagine recovering from a toxic relationship and finding someone who will actually treat you right. Yeah. <laughs> See, become some. Sometimes we put those boundaries up, those walls up, after being in those abusive and toxic relationships. We don't want to go forward, or we don't trust ourselves to let our guard down, uh, especially when when we find someone that actually treats us right. right. And so this meme, it, it hits it. Uh, holds hand with the with the with the point that you made. Uh, imagine recovering from a toxic relationship and finding someone who actually treats you right. Cherish that. Yeah, that's so true. Cherish it. So true. You know what? While you were reading that again, I looked up the definition for recovery, hmm. and recovery is comeback. Healing, healing, (laughs) recuperation, rehab, snap back. Yeah. So it's a imagine coming back Mm -hmm. 
In other words, right. read it with the definition in there. Imagine coming back. Healing. Right. Mending. Right. Rehab. Right. Snapping back. Uh-huh. From a toxic relationship and finding someone who actually treats you right. Lord. That'll preach all by I'm telling you. Because just imagine, it is work in the comeback. Right. It's work getting out of one relationship where you've been beat down and told that you would never be nothing and nobody loves you and all the negative things about yourself. But to overcome that abuse. Right. To actually heal in that place. And then find somebody who does lift you up. Right. And loves you unconditionally, flaws and all. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo clock and all. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Actually. Here's another one. One man can teach you that all men are not the same. Oh, that's absolutely true. Absolutely. One man can teach you that all men are not the same absolutely i agree every every man ain't gonna cheat on you every man ain't gonna beat you every man ain't gonna ain't gonna call you out of your name hello somebody that's right every man is not the same no one man can teach you that all men are not the same i can agree with that totally that's some good stuff because this relationship this 11 years, you know, we've had our ups and downs, you know, but it's been little things, nothing yeah. to do with cheating or, you right. know, calling each other out us. of their name. Yeah, yeah it wasn't us, it's outside sources. sources. Exactly. Yeah. But, Lord, this is like, I'm, I never knew that I can have a love like this. Right. You know? I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I I know for a fact that after I got out of the mother too, I didn't. I said I wasn't dealing with nothing there. No, 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 no. And I believe you said the same thing. Yeah. But when it's not a part of uh, God's will for you to be in that state, in that singleness, yeah. um, God sends you that special someone to live life with. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I am yeah. too, man. Yeah. You know, you speaking Lord. of Thank singleness, um, day four was single but not alone. And that's probably why that's been doing so well. Yeah. Single but a lot not of, alone. A lot of single people gravitate to our ministry. Right. Um, they... they uh, we we hear it all the time the chemistry that we have and uh, they admire how we love one another and how we uh, just just jail together whether yeah. it's singing on a podcast or preaching or or doing anything whether it's posting a picture mm-hmm. we're always showing that love and affection publicly right not just privately y'all don't know it's none of your business what, what we got <laughs> going on behind the cold door now but but it's it's um it's very very uh amazing how the singles have gravitated and embraced our ministry. Exactly. I thank God for it, though, because they're responding to not wanting to be single. Right. They're, they're responding to wanting to be in a relationship. Exactly. That's good stuff. 
Yes, that has been like the the major part of this entire. Um, well, I guess it was about five or six episodes that we did um, regarding relationships, and it has just been absolutely mind boggling to me because so many people, you know, they 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 look like or act as if um, being single. Some it's a people, bad thing. Yeah. And people, a lot of people don't want to be alone. You know, a lot of people don't want to be alone, but we learned that being single is one of the greatest things you could do. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it don't have to be a hindrance. And, and I believe that's the episode where he said that many of us didn't learn how to be single. Yeah, that's and, right. And then not learning how to be single, we took that single mentality into a relationship and I believe I had posted something in one of our uh, private groups that we have and it was pertaining to uh, well an individual that is single posted it and we we, uh, we shared it to get the responses from our uh, couples. Yeah. And that was the, really good. Uh, the thought went like this. It says, uh, just a thought. I just thought I'd throw this out there. And this applies to any sort of ship. Relationship, friendship, partnership. For folks who don't mind doing life, business, travel alone, to roll with them, your company and your presence has to add more growth, more joy, more peace, and more safety to their already content, solitary existence. And it says, people think you're competing with their suitors when dating me but really i'm comparing you to my own solitude that's the competition is your company better being alone am i growing around you like i do when i'm alone do i feel safe is there joy is there peace lady maybe what you got to say about that? That was so good to me. You know, I, I chimed in. I listened. And, and I kind of looked at the other uh, responses. We I don't think we got as many as we thought we would get on that one. And I and I think it was because it's a thought. That it's a thought. It's a thought-provoking question. And there's no, no, no wrong right answer. Right. Everybody but was thinking it's everyone's though. response and everyone's opinion. That's right. And so I'll read just one. Uh, well, I'll read a couple. Uh, let me pick. Let me pick. Let me pick. Let me pick. Uh, I will place my answer. I would say being the type of person that I am, I prefer growing with my partner because it's much easier to grow, grow with and help versus being alone. Now, trust me, most people would say being alone is more peaceful, but who will you share an exciting moment with as far as 
uh, protecting protection goes, I won't feel safe alone because a lot can happen. But with my wife, I have someone to watch my back. Two is better than one. It gives me peace of mind knowing that I have help when I need it. Exactly. That was a very good answer. That's a very great answer coming from someone that's already married. Now, mind you, this is a post posted by someone that's single. Right. So they're content with being alone. Yeah. They're content with being alone, but what they're saying is, I want to know what you're going to bring to the table to make me want to be in a relationship with you. Right. Is your company being with you going to make me better? Is your company going to make me better? Yeah. And so I can see it from both perspectives because I've, one, been single, and I've, one, been in a relationship. Right, right. And one has to have that mindset to want to know, okay, is my partner going to bring something to the table? Am I going to be the one that's going to always be in in a position to show love, always being in the one that's uh, uh, having to protect or provide, always being the one to have all of the answers? What is my partner going to do to enhance our relationship opposed to me pulling everything that I have. Right. I mean, and that's very, that's a very significant, the way, even the way the person shared it was very significant. Um, When you're dealing with a person that's single saying, hey, I'm content where I am and I don't want to be bothered. If you're coming to play games or not, I need to know up front. What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing (laughs) to the table? You're not just coming to get the goodies. Right. What do you, you bring want from chicken? Me? That's a nice way of saying, what do you want from me? What you want, yeah. man? What are you coming from? I'm, I'm over here chilling by myself. I know how to go to the to the club. I know how to go do this to all by myself. Right. I can go to the movies by myself. I, some of them can, can excite and and fulfill themselves. So 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 what do you bring to the table that will eliminate my singleness? Right. Are you worthy enough for me to join together with you? Right. That the single, uh, but not alone. That day four was. Yeah, that day four was off chain. Yeah, that's episode sixty-seven. If you had not had an opportunity to check, go it back out. and check it out. That was this one here. Also, check out single, saved, and satisfied. That's something we did um, uh, in twenty twenty. Yes. Something we did in 2020. Uh, we, we'll be hitting. We, we, this is not our last relationship topic. We, we'll circle back when when the Lord says we need to, but we're just not going to get stuck here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what you got next? So one of the things that I loved in the single but not alone was when he said we do more maintenance healing than winning in relationships. Wow. He said, we do more maintenance healing than winning in our relationships. We do more apologizing, fixing, making things right than using that energy to win Hmm. in that relationship. 
But he says singleness is not appealing to nobody these days. Nobody wants to be single. But he said everybody's rushing. <laughs> he said everybody's rushing wait, to be wait, married. Wait, 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 wait. Well, what? Was it a mirage or something? Because some single people they make it make singleness look good, or are they just capping? Well, I don't think. I'm talking about on. You can see it up and down the timelines. We know who's single and who ain't, right? Because we'll see how many selfies that they they post out with, 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 with the duck lips and all of this stuff. So we we know how some of these people make singleness look attractive. Well, you know what? This is down in our. I until think the Valentine's last, Day. Um, I say until Valentine's yeah. Day. They don't make it look good at all. Then they mad because you posting your candy and what you got. And all that. <laughs> Did you see all of the uh, the the single people was upset at the couples during Christmas? Yeah. And Thanksgiving they, they were mad. Imagine PJs man, they, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, man, they didn't want to see all all of that happiness and joy and why they looking and inboxing. Go ahead. <laughs> you a mess. Okay, so um, one of the other things that I loved about the single but not alone episode was when he said, um, you can't get married and then act single. He said, you can't get married and then act like you're single so many people and, and he was like oh don't look at me crazy y'all know it's the truth most of y'all done got married and got single bank accounts this, the husband don't know this the wife don't know that we have a lot of secrets because we still want to be married and then still act single he said that's a no no Right. I love that one. And then he said, God cannot and will not bless a union if it's against his will. Hmm. If you get married, you better make sure it's in God's will. Right. For you to be married to that person. Um, he talked about, too, in The Single But Not Alone, how so many people um, get together with other people in their singleness and have sexual intercourse and all of that and he said it is like divorce even when you haven't put a ring on it it's like still being married to someone and getting divorced because it is a ripping away of the souls those are soul ties when you continuously you're single but you're really not single um, on day five was just as good. Um, he said it's not a relationship problem; it's a singleness problem. It's a singleness problem. <laughs> he said first but, came love, then came marriage, yeah. then came with the baby carriage. <laughs> he, he said the misconception right. of a relationship. Right. Yeah. He's, See, some people got married first and then. All that I mean had the baby, baby first yeah. and then got in a relationship. Right. That was great, man. That was good. That was good. He said that singleness gives you an opportunity to develop character, worth ethics, um, 
patience, endurance. It gives you the opportunity to develop these skills that you're going to need prior to entering into these relationships. So he said there is nothing wrong with being in the season that you're in. He said more important, it is more important to be single than it is to be married. He says singleness is very necessary. And I like that because you don't have to be pressured into being in a relationship. If you're not ready or if God hasn't, um, you know, released you from the place that you're in right now to be married, stay where you are until God uh, moves you to the next level. I like when he said also um, that marriage doesn't improve your singleness, it exposes it. He said marriage doesn't improve your singleness, but it exposes it. It brings self-awareness. He said, and it's important sometimes for you to know that you stink. And he said both ways, stink to the nostril and then your attitude, the way you carry yourself. He said you can't hide nothing in a marriage because everything is exposed. That one was good to me, too. Yeah. What you got on that one? Mm, just good just good i'm riding i'm riding i'm riding <laughs> so that was day five i believe um yeah if you're wondering why what where my notes is i uh pastor doesn't take uh great notes lady maybeard she take extraordinary notes <laughs> um i took notes i just don't know where they are well and i am such a stickler for if something is good to me i'm gonna jot it down i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna ponder on it i like to do that because then it sticks to me it sticks to me when uh, I can write it down. But anyway, so in the single, uh, the single but not alone, another thing that I loved is when he talked about being alone. He said, it's okay to be single, but not good to be alone. And that word alone means all in one. You remember when he said that? Yeah. All in one. I was like, whoa. The a word. So it said it's okay to be single, but not good to be all in one. You can't be everything. <laughs> so he says single to be single means to separate, be apart, detached, original, special and whole. So there's nothing wrong with being single, but just remember you are not all in one. I love that. He said the more single you are, the more single you become, the more whole you become. So let God reveal to you who he's created you to be in your singleness. Don't get distracted because it's so easy when you're looking at other people in their relationships, especially on social media. They'll make you think, I mean, everything is peaches and cream and behind the scenes, just scratching each other's eyes out. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you're doing what you do on a daily basis because that's what you know God has ordained for you to do. Um, episode seven i mean well day seven episode 70 was out of sight now this was talking about um the progression of relationship 
and he talked about the myth of dating how people think that um you know all these different myths he said these are all myths he talked about singleness and how to find out who you are your purpose your love for yourself for god and others and then your identity he said what god wants to do in us before the person is amazing but we'll be more um more than ready to marry once we become who god has ordained us to be he said then you have to date with intentions and so um he talked about how this generation confuses passion with love also lust with love and he went through the whole spiel about breaking generational curses and um having sex before marriage and mm. i mean he just went all the way through it <laughs> he talked about uh hosea four and six and he said my people are destroyed ruined because they don't know what's right and true it says the, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge but that means people are destroyed because they don't know what's right or what's true y'all know we living in the day and age where people don't like truth people don't like for you to tell them the truth they don't like for you to tell them whether they're you know if their stuff stinks or if they have a bad attitude but they want to tell you all about you but you can't tell them all about them people we're living in that day where people don't want to know what's right and what's true but he said it's important to learn how to pick the right fruit and that was talking about how to pick the right mate so then he went on to talk about dating it, these are all myths that dating is biblical it's not he said that came out. That's a man-made idea. It's not biblical. And courtship is also man-made. He said that was over 200 years ago when people came up with that. He said and then we, you know, you just, you come up with your own ideologies and then expect for everybody to kind of follow suit. But um, dating and, and courtship is not biblical. He said it's man-made. He, then it was another myth dating is wrong he said if god is not in the middle everything surrounding god not asking god to surround it is wrong he said that is wrong he said but dating you remember when he talked about dating was like an interview mm-hmm. he said when you go on a date with somebody it's like a second interview <laughs> So I like that too. You got anything you want to share on those? No, no, I'm, I'm, oh. Okay. Um, you got what? You got one more? Yeah. Um, date, uh, myth number three dating is a destination. He said, people date for long periods of time, but why? He said, dating is transportation to a relational target. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good. The relationship is supposed to take you somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. He said dating is transportation to a relational target. Yeah. He said transportation to where we want to go together. Right. It will be uncomfortable top. because you were never meant to be there that they long. They're going to take you up or they're going to take you That's down. That's right. He said if a relationship is going to take you somewhere. Right. He said if that relationship becomes uncomfortable, that means you were never meant to be there that long. Yeah. 
That was good. Yeah, I like that. Then he said recreational dating is very dangerous because you get damaged in the process. That was like, that was a nugget on top of a nugget for me. People don't get that. He said recreational dating. People think it's okay to just, oh, I'm going to go out with Billy tonight. I'm going to go to Bob tonight. Yeah. It said recreational dating is very dangerous. You get damaged in the process. And say, especially if you have to keep asking where, where are we in our relationship? When are we getting married? When am I going to meet your parents? When are we going to make this solid? When are we going to get engaged? Y'all been dating for three years and you don't know mama or daddy? Right. You just a side chick. That's it. You ain't met the kids. Right. And you buying uh, lunch and giving that lunch money and right. hold on. He said, do not be in a relationship without an aim. Yeah. Relationships. You, it says goals. Relationship goals. Where do we see ourselves within the next couple of weeks within this relationship? If you can't answer that. If you don't have a, a answer to where we're headed with this, if it's just movies and dinner, then then stick to movies and dinner. I'm telling you. Don't don't add anything else but movies and dinner. And you know what? The reason why I think too, like I think it's it's dangerous for men as well. But for women, we are very sentimental. We are very. Um, you know, emotional creatures anyway. And it's kind of hard. I mean, you have to be a real slut puppy or, you know, to say, oh, I can have sex with Bob today and Billy tomorrow and all that and get up and not have feelings. It's very, very hard for a woman to get to a point where she's intimate with a man and then get up and say, okay, I'll talk to you next week or whatever. Right. You're looking at somebody who is already damaged. You know, that's a damaged woman. If that if that's the way she's, you know, that's the way she's moving, because normally women are very clingy. We fall in love quick and easy. And especially if we have sex, we go together. Yeah. And so on the flip side, that ain't the man's. Exactly. They, 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 they have. If that be the case, they, get, they can have at least ten to fifteen girlfriends. Then, right? Yeah. This Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right. and and Saturday, and then and skip a week, and then add another one. <laughs> right. Um. Something else he said that stuck with me on day seven. This is still um the myths of dating. He said, focus on intentional dating if you can't see yourself following that man he's not the one if you can't see yourself following that man he is not the one don't let him fool you (laughs) he said men without a real relationship with God can't lead you can't lead you Lord have mercy so then following that myth, he talked about dating is harmless. Hmm. <laughs> he said, if you date someone who is not ordained by God, then you can have death to purpose, 
behind vision and hope because you got with the wrong person. Hmm. Your purpose, your vision, your time, your hope, you'll, you'll kill it because you got with the wrong person. Yeah. Lord Jesus. I, I know, I know. When people hear hear that, man, they they sit there and they pause for a moment and go through um, uh, memories of regret. What do you do when you've made that decision and you 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 know without a shadow of a doubt? Okay, I done made a mistake. I done wasted ten years of my life. We haven't gotten anywhere in this relationship there's no proposal there's no rings uh, we got a kid out of the deal and we we got this mortgage that we done signed up for where do we go from here and i know in the back of my mind and in my heart that god hasn't ordained this that's a hard one because to each each situation so then, now i'm stuck coveting right. I'm, I'm looking at everybody right. else's relationship and wishing i was with this one wishing i was with that one right. and wishing i was with this one and miserable at home right. trying to to put a mask on as if i'm happy right for everybody else for everybody else <laughs> for the for the children for the for the people at church sake for the people on the job sake for the family members sake but I'm dying internally because I know without a shadow of a doubt that I've went out of God's will. That's right. Ooh, I've been there, done that. What do you do? I've been there, done that. What do you do? I ended mine. What do you do? <laughs> That's a hard pill to swallow, though. Because what do you do when you know without a shadow of a doubt that you and your mate is unequally yoked? Right. Y'all don't have nothing in common but arguing. That's it. And sex. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. What do you do? How do you manage? How do you manage? How do you maintain? Because you forget what peace feels like. You forget what joy and happiness looks like. But but even love. But you're window shopping. Day in and day out, daydreaming, fantasizing, lusting. So you're you're adjusted to iniquities, inside sinful living because you're lusting every moment you get because you don't really love her or love him. That you the the way that you say that you do because your eyes, uh, how the song go? Your body is your mind is here with me, but your your body is here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. And so you have several instances. Remember, I gave the uh, the uh, illustration about the the, the movie, the the uh, Tyler Perry movie. When 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 the wife came home and she made love to her husband, she was fantasizing that she was making love to the man at work. And so there's no telling how many relationships like that in the body of Christ. Ooh, that's sick. But it's a, it's a reality. Yeah. 
It's a reality. There's pastors, there's first ladies, there's bishops, there's apostles that want to be with somebody else but can't. So true. Tear the whole ministry down if the truth came out was out. Yeah, yeah. First lady been with y'all been together for thirty years. And you can't stand him. You know what? That's a that's a crazy thought because people and that's why this is so significant, this whole relationship goes because people will be in those toxic relationships that you talked about. Right. They'll stay there for the sake of everybody else. Getting whooped, yes. getting cheated on just for the sake of the ministry. Yes. Just for the sake of our children. Just for the sake of the happiness for others. But you're dying internally. Yeah. It's not about like where is your love for you? This is where that whole singleness thing was so important. Right. Because it talked about loving you loving first. Loving yourself first. Yes. You have to love you first so that you won't be you won't accept being treated any type of way. Mm-hmm. You'll love mm-hmm. you and you'll know how to carry yourself and how you should be treated and how you should be loved and cherished. Yeah. Especially when you're given that, you know? Right. Um, he said for the people that are single, this was good too. Oh my, we got more. <laughs> he said who you align yourself with in your heart is important because they will change what you're supposed to be doing for God. Who you align yourself with in your heart is important because they will change what you're supposed to be doing for God. He says, stop sinning so you can make sound decisions. Lord, have mercy. Stop sinning. I I can tell you that uh, that's like the number one issue in church. People love God. I, I, I don't believe nobody get up every Sunday morning and get dressed to come down there and play games. I believe that people, there are some people that really love God. But when you are in your sins, you can't see nothing past that. Especially when you haven't been delivered and you're not seeking deliverance. But if you back back and stop sinning, you'll start seeing that booger for who they really are. Right. For what they have caused, what they're doing. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, we got a lot <laughs> from the whole relationship. I, I enjoyed I prayed that you all. Uh, got something out of all of the episodes, yes. man, and, and even this one, even this episode, man. Uh, like it, follow us on, on Spotify or all of the platforms that you hear this on, and invite someone else to follow and and like and share and and leave us some some um, reviews in the in the comments. That way, other people, uh, if you've been blessed, other people. People will be blessed uh, by what we're sharing here on the Preacher's Corner. We got a lot of things that God is about to do through us. Lady Mayberry is single. Will be released this Friday, January 
the 14th on all major platforms. The song is entitled Wave Your Hands. Tell us a little bit about Wave Your Hands. Give us the backstory on Wave Your Hands. Well, I wrote that song back in... 2000. Every time I look around, <laughs> I see God. <laughs> yeah, come on with it. And I was going through some major issues. I was in another marriage. I had gotten really sick, didn't know if I was going to live. Um, had uterine and cervical cancer. So I just got to a place, even though I was a woman of God, I knew what the word of God said, I knew that God had healed me and I was still alive, but in everything that I had been through, not being able to walk and having to be on a cane and a walker and a wheelchair and all this stuff from working two jobs to this, all of a sudden, um, just really does something to you in your mind and then to have a spouse who don't take care of you, who walks off and leaves you in that place and I was like, God, you know what? I trust you. And no matter what, if I can't open my mouth because I'm so bitter right now, um, I can wave my hands. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. It was prophesied to us in 2012 that uh, we would get to this time in our lives where. Uh, opportunity for recording uh, a song or an album mm-hmm. she said that it was going to be very successful and I believe the prophecy I think that this project is in in a timely manner it's the time to release it it's the time to to do everything else like I said that song you wrote that song when 2010 2010 it's 2022 yeah and um hey i'm i'm just uh blessed to be a part of it um yours truly produced the the tracks oh yeah in-house productions (laughs) yeah so uh be my first um project produced um nationally so I'm excited. I'm excited about that. I'm excited. Tag team tandem. Yay. Tag team tandem. Yeah. We we both have musical backgrounds. Um so yeah. It's 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 been in, done in phases. It's been done God has been uh elevating us in phases, uh different aspects of the gifts that he's uh, equipped us with and in phases we're we're just releasing a uh, little bit at a time and before you know it all of the gifts will be out there yes they will all of them will be out there nobody nobody knew we could do a podcast nobody knew we can uh, produce our own music and nobody knew we wrote songs and nobody knew that we did photography and videography and, and stream and produce our own streams nobody knew we didn't know either but God knew God knew what he had in store for the Mayberries, the more Mayberries, Lady Mayberry, Lady Mayberry. God has been so good to yeah. us. 
You've been too good to me. <laughs> sing a song. So give us a little taste on what we're going to hear on the 14th. Just a taste. Come on. Just a little bit. God is so good to me. I know we've been good to you. Come on and wave your hands. Wave your hands. Okay, okay that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lady Mayberry. January 14th. January 14th, man. I'm excited. I hope y'all been blessed by this episode. Again, please like, share, comment, follow. Uh, do all of that stuff Invite somebody else to come Find out what they doing Right there on the Preacher's Corner I'm Pastor JT And this is Lady Mayberry Lady Mayberry And we out of here Y'all be blessed, be blessed. This is an in-house production